Hi guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Ethnic. So today is episode three of the podcast where we will be discussing the lack of women in senior roles in the workplace. Um, so we wanted to discuss this today because we felt like it was something important for all of us, um, especially the fact that me and Manira are females. Um, but before we get into it, I just want to thank everyone for all the amazing feedback that we've gotten. Um, everyone's really been interacting with us and it's been amazing. And we've actually had a really good turnout in terms of listeners. So we just want to thank everyone for that. Um, so yeah, let's get started. So yeah, like I said, this is important to us. Um, for me and Manira, obviously, because we are females and we have um, felt, I guess, some of the challenges that we will be mentioning. So that's why it's kind of important for me. And I do feel like it is an uncomfortable topic to talk about for many people. Um, especially I feel like for males um so that's why it'll be good obviously to you know to have a male voice such as Nirushan speaking on it as well and you know hearing his thoughts and things like that so that's why um yeah so that's why we decided to speak on it today and we do have an amazing guest with us today um Amina Ahmed and she'll be kind of just giving her thoughts um on this and her own personal experiences which we're really looking forward to um so yeah that'll be good so let's just get right into it so before we get started do you guys just want to give your thoughts on like why I mean why this is important for you guys to discuss no Sean yeah uh hi everyone um thanks for listening again um like Sam said, this is a really important issue for lots of us. And when we were talking about topics that we wanted to do for our first season, this was one of them that came up because lots of people, especially women, have mentioned to us the challenges that they face when they got into a workplace and going up the ladder. And this inequality is not just a women's issue, but it's everybody's business. Our economy and society as a whole stands to benefit from a more equal landscape that's the theme that and idea that we all want to push for because it's everybody's business and it's not just a women's issue, which is really important. And that's why I'm really glad we're doing this topic. Yeah. Yeah, same really. Um, this topic is quite important to me. Um, I even did my undergrad dis- dissertation on it um, and it was titled Women in the Workplace, Challenges of Inequality and Discrimination. Um, so, I mean, because I've done quite a lot of research on it, I think I've got quite a good understanding of it, but... Like Sam said, I think it's good to have Nirishan on as well so he can um, give us his viewpoints and things like that as well. But obviously, we'll just get straight into it now. Yeah, so um, I think the best way to start, let's have our amazing guest um, introduce themselves. Amir, would you like to introduce yourself? Just talk us through who you are, what you do, um, you know, any experiences, anything like that you would like to share with us? Oh, hello. Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, I think, you you know, you're all doing amazing. Um, you know, you're all doing a very good job. Um, my background is um, I, I'm a paediatrics nurse, registered paediatrics nurse um, uh, by profession. Um, I've been working in the NHS and sort of private sector for more than 16 years now, um, mainly in, 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 in England. So um, different hospitals, uh, community in in home care settings, um, so mainly that's what I did um, in England before sort of relocating here in Wales um, for uh, for personal reasons. Um, at the moment, I work uh, as a marketing manager for a 
company called Bellium Healthcare. And um, that's, uh, that was established uh, quite recently uh, by my husband. And, um, you know, I'm dealing with um, marketing strategies, campaigning, um, you know, working with different clients, employees, different other agencies, um, which I really enjoy at the moment. Completely different to what I used to do before as a pediatric nurse. Um, and, and, you know, I'm really enjoying this, although I still do, I still work um, as a, uh, a pediatric nurse in, uh, in clinical settings, mainly looking after children that have got complex um, care needs. Um, and that's still mainly in, in England. Um, that's what I do at the moment. And um, I've been in a lot of different uh, leadership roles before. Um, I was an I was an educator for newly qualified nurses and carers. Um, I was also a I'm also a mentor for newly qualified nurses as well, and also um, carers as well. Um, I worked with Royal College of Nursing as a health and safety representative, um, which is a really good role that I enjoy, um, and that's again mainly working with um, um, sort of newly qualified nurses, carers healthcare assistants, um, just, you know, uh, educating them about health and safety uh, in the workplace. So that's really good. Um, and then also, um, and I'm also a mum uh, and, and a wife. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very important um, to, to have uh, leadership. Um, it's, it's very important to have women in the, in the workplace in leadership roles. Um, and I think, you know, as we know, mothers contribute so much um, in the workplace as well as at home as a mom. Uh, so, you know, it, it's very important that we empower women to go into um, taking up these leadership roles. Well, thank you for your introduction. So you actually do quite a lot in my eyes. So, um, yeah, mashallah, that's really good what you've um, started to do. So obviously you said that you had a few leadership roles and everything like that. So do you have like any personal struggles or anything like that that you found that you've gone through to get those leadership roles or and like could you could you think of anything that um, you felt was a barrier getting there? I think uh, over the years, including while I was in, in college, there's um, there's loads of barriers um, that, you know, that are there. Um, many of them, you know, include, there's many of them, basically. Mm -hmm. um, you can have, you know, there's a lack of support for women in general. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, yeah, for, for women themselves, yeah. um, you know, You've got workplace culture where um, women generally don't believe in themselves um, that they can do well and that they can, you know, go into these leadership roles. Um, you've got inequalities. Uh, you know, you've got gender bias. Um, there's there's loads of challenges um, that you know you've got family and flexibility. Uh, you know, I've got children and. Throughout my career, um, you know, I've had I've had babies, and uh, you know, you do you, you do come across uh, you know certain employees that employers that might say um, 
you know, they just because you're pregnant or you're, you know, you're going to go on maternity leave, automatically you're sort of um, uh, seen less sort of uh, that you can achieve less compared to your other work colleagues. So every time I'd got pregnant, um, we, you know, I've had few, you know, um, few people say, oh, now that you've, you know, you're, you're pregnant, you're going to have a baby. They assume that you're not going to ever come back to, mm. um, to your role. And, uh, you know, they, they, you know, let alone moving up or, you know, going into leadership roles. Um, so I, you know, I, I know that, um, that I, you know, certain promotions weren't given to me because I, you know, um, I was pregnant, and, mm. you know, I was going to go on maternity leave and um, sometimes I would go on maternity leave and I would come back and I would, um, you know, say somebody might, that I might have trained as a mentor, um, uh, you know, might have taken a job that I would want to have applied for or could have gone oh, into. Wow. Um, well, I remember when I wrote my dissertation, um, there was a study in it um showed that basically, do you know the, the gender pay gap? Um, is yes. There was more of a significant difference between men and women um, because when women would go on um, maternity leave, there would be a reduced, num- reduced number of them that come back after childbirth. And then the employers would see this as a way of like um, giving them sort of job opportunities more to men than women. Um, obviously, exactly. which then brings in the whole pay factor as well. That's it, exactly. And I think um, there is a sort of sense of stereotyping against, mm. I think, um, women, number one, and then also mothers. Um, yeah. You know, um, I think, um, you know, there is like assumptions towards, um, you know, certain women being um, sort of more emotional yeah. uh, than than men, they're not as aggressive um, as men um, when it comes to like taking up these um, leadership roles. Mm-hmm. And I think that does have um, a great impact. And I think um, you know it does it does sort of it, it does set you back in in a way because um, you're, you're you know as as a woman that would go into these leadership skills. Um, women are, you know, they have to be perceived as being strong and sort of, you know, you've got to be, you know, you can't be, you can't, you know, show that you're emotional or you're soft, um, Mm. uh, which is, which is really a shame because um, as, as, as a woman and as a mom, I think there's so much, um, there's so much, there's so much uh, skills and knowledge that I've learned, you know, uh, along the way, and I think more, if anything, I have learned as a mum. So I don't think it had anything to do with, you know, uh, you know. As I think, women that do choose to have um, families, I don't think they should be sort of treated, um, you know, unequally just because you you decide to go on, you know, you decide to go and have a baby. I don't think that should stop you from progressing into these um, leadership roles. Yeah. I mean, can I ask a question about yeah. what what advice or um, what would you tell your younger self once when they're starting off their career? So obviously we have a particular younger audience listening to us and they might be wondering what kind of advice or tips would you give them once they get into that workplace to overcome these barriers? 
Yeah, I think, you know, the number one um, sort of advice that I would give anybody, which is something that I've had along the, you know, I've always believed in. And I think um, no matter what, nobody can take that away from you. Um, no matter what hurdles that, you know, that are put in your way. And is um, and that's just to have self-belief. I think if you, um, you know, if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're capable of doing or achieving, um, nobody can take that away from you. Um, and I think, you know, you, you can go into, you can pursue any, you know, you can, I believe that you can do anything that you want in, in life. And, you know, just because somebody else saw me as, um, as a woman or, or, or a woman in, in a headscarf or, you know, a, a mother or, you know, the fact that I, you know, belong to a black and ethnic minority group. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't stop me from believing in who I was or what I could achieve. And I think you can't control how um, other people feel or, you know, the perceptions that they might have, have um, from you. But I think if, you know, we, we, you know who you are, you know what you want. Um, you know, I've always been a great believer in you put in the work, uh, you know, and you, you, you'd get results. And I know that that's easier said than done, but, you know, I do believe it because I, I, I've done it and I went, you know, I went back to work time and time again. I applied for a senior, a senior post. I didn't get it. You know, I didn't have time to sort of, you know, complain or, 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 you know, ask myself why, mm-hmm. um, why wasn't I given this post? Or we, we know why, because, you know, I knew what I was doing was, and, you know, I, as, as a nurse, if I, you know, look back, I knew I was, um, a good nurse. I knew I was a great nurse. I looked after, uh, you know, children to the best of my ability. You know, why I didn't get those posts or, you know, why I didn't get that promotion that I'd been going after for so many years. It didn't stop me from applying over and over again. So I think um, we, you know, we, we are going to go through barriers, and I, it's up to it's up to you know it's up to you whether you see them or you know whether you just go through them um, and just you know believe in yourself and have that self belief that you can achieve anything that you want. You know, I I do something completely different now. To what I, you know, to what I, what I, what I did as a nurse, the majority of the time, I know that I still go out and I still work as an agency nurse, mm. where um, I'm having to provide clinical, um, uh, you know, I still work in a clinical practice. However, um, that you know, just because I didn't get into that um, senior band that I, you know, I applied for time and time again, it didn't stop me from. Have, you know, having to look elsewhere and say, think to myself, what else can I do? Um, you've got all these barriers. Yes, unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Um, and, uh, you know, and then, however, time is moving on. I've got families. We've got to work. We've got bills to pay. Um, you know, there's it, life goes on. It, you know, it didn't change. It won't change anything if I complained. I can complain night and day if I want to. It's not going to do any good for anybody, certainly not yourself. And I think that, you know, it's just going to take more time away from you. So you have to look outside the box and say to yourself, you know, well, the, 
you know, you've given it everything that you could, mm. 100%. You know that um, you're getting, you know, you're, you're perf- like I'll give you an example. When I was a, a, a band five nurse, so we've got like in, in nursing, we've got different bands. Mm-hmm. So when you qualify, you've, you know, you're automatically a band five. But depending on your experience and, you know, how long you've worked there and, you know, um, you can go up the band so yeah. you can, um, you know, apply to become a band six and then a band seven and then, um, you know, it carries on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, uh, you know, I'd applied, I've, I, you know, I went, in, you know, and I've done so many different courses. So once you qualify as a, as a nurse, um, whichever branch you qualify in, that, you know, you can then go and do more courses. So I done, I remember doing, um, my um, high dependency um, uh, in children, and then I went to do my mentorship in you know in children and you know uh, mentorship to mentor students, new nurses. Nurses. Yeah. And then um, before then, I was applying to become a band six, and then you know you would get you know you you'd get feedback. Okay, so you don't have this course, you don't have that course. That's why. Um, somebody else beat you to it or oh, okay we give the post to so and so because of um for these reasons uh, you know and then you'd go and then you do those courses that you've got to do in order to you know get that promotion mm-hmm. and I remember you know I, I remember going to congress um we we go to congress every year um as nurses um and I you know because our living conditions weren't great I couldn't understand why um, I was working so hard to be able to, you know, change our living conditions, um, uh, to be able to be, be promoted and all of these things. And then, um, I, I was, you know, you're stuck and you could go and do, you know, all the courses you like. You can, you know, be, you know, be in charge of a, of a ward or, you know, have all these experiences or be in a, in a post for so many years. I could not understand um, what was going on. I, mm. You know, I remember going to Congress and saying to myself and saying to, you know, um, uh, the audience that, well, you know, I've got, I've, these are how many kids I've got. I live, you know, we live in these conditions. No. Um, we, you know, we, I try so hard. We were campaigning, at, you know, at that time we were campaigning for a better pay for nurses. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, you had to come and talk about maybe, you know, you'd, I thought to myself, is it because people don't know what's going on and what's happening to nurses in general? Can I go and, you know, do, you know, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I joined the campaigns. I did end up getting a promotion in the end, um, which I hadn't really stayed long enough to, because um, you, you do get disheartened. You think to yourself, all these years, you know, you've been you've been asking to be promoted, um, and then finally, when you get it, yes, I was happy, um, but then you lose that spark that you know um, had it, had I had you know received it um, so many years ago when I was equally capable um, of of, of um, being in that post that I'd, I'd received, um, and then by that time, you there's so much more you want to do. Um, because there's only so, you know, there's only so much time that you can stay in sort of, um, in, in one person. Um, it didn't change. I, I love nursing now, 
same way I, you know, loved 16 years ago when I started. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I love caring for kids, but then you do ask yourself these questions. And is it because, uh, is it because I was a woman? Is it because I was a Muslim woman? Is it because I was um, from an ethnic minority? Um, you know, is it because I was a mom? Uh, you know, these, and these, I couldn't understand. I, I, you know, I did find a hard time trying to um, understand it all. Yeah, um, you shouldn't need to ask yourself those questions. Just like feel as if you're good enough. And the fact that you have to keep going back and um, trying to get those qualifications that they required, you go back and it's just the same mm-hmm. thing again. You shouldn't need to feel like that. And um, I know you said you're you're a mentor to um, students who are um, like looking to become nurses and things like that. Do you think it's important for young people to have mentors? Because a lot of times people think they only need a mentor for like educational purposes and um, but then do you think it's important for them to have it within work as like sort of a support or something like that? I think it's extremely important um, for us to have to, for us to have me- uh, mentors mm-hmm. um, in whatever field that you're in. Um, I'll give you a quick example now. Um, yeah. You know, running a health recruitment agency is very is very tough at the moment. You know, um, you know, with 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 my husband at the moment. But we've had, um, I've had some great mentors. The last one that I have, and, and, and I still have, um, is Lynn from, um, from Business Sense. Mm-hmm. And she, she, you know, delivers, um, uh, the new enterprise allowance for, for the job center. And I think without, um, without her input, without the support that we've received, um, f- from, from Lynn in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have had, um, sort of an insight into this field that I'm in at the moment. And I think, you know, number one, I was very excited because honestly, she's a woman and, um, in business. And I thought it's, um, you know, it, it, for me, it was more, I was, you know, it's very good to have women as mentors in general, whatever field, you know, that you're in, um, and I think to get that support is very important. And I know that for women, there is a lot of, um, you know, there's a lack of support um, for women to go into sort of leadership roles uh, in the workplace. And I think it starts off from, you know, when you're in college, that's, you know, when, you know, I think, you know, girls are sort of, they might go into jobs that, uh, you know, they might not drive, uh, you know, uh, earning. So, Hmm. The you know, they're going to uh, st- uh, subjects that are not going to um, lead them to careers later on that might have higher uh, wages. Yeah. So I think from school, if um, girls are advised to go into like say engineering or mathematics, yeah, or um, any any of these sort of roles um, that yeah. we know at the end would lead to um, higher, higher earnings. Um, I think that's very important, and I know that, um, especially as a nurse, you know, in school, I remember um, when I was, you know, going to career advisors. Um, we were, I, I was personally speaking, I was advising to go into childcare or nursing or mm. midwifery, um, and I know now, obviously, from research that. Uh, you know, nursing is 
you know, dominated by, by females. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think they're not, you know, they're not valued as, um, as, as men in general, um, you know, when, yeah. because it's a, it's a female dominated, um, uh, um, work. Yeah. So I think even now, if you think about what's happening, um, with the COVID-19, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I honestly believe, you know, that if, if it was any other profession that we're going through, what nurses are going through at the moment, um, there would be a lot more support for them. That's true. So mm. if this was happening to say like the police force or, um, they would have had so much more support. But I think because, um, because they're women, uh, because nursing is a, you know, uh, female dominated, um, uh, work, it's more, I think they, we do get less support. I just wanted to ask you, like, final words slash advice for our audience when they go into that workplace. So, so anything you would say that one, the number one top tip for um, young women, particularly when I'm going into a workplace and want to work their way up, what, what's the advice that you would give them? Um, I think, like, you know... Um, I can only say what has helped me, and I think um, that is to have a um, you know very positive mindset, mm-hmm. so that you can achieve you know anything that you aim to to achieve. Um, and I think from everything, I think comes from you, and I and I know that you know that you, you get support if you had support in a workplace or in, in school in general before you even get to the workplace. Um, for them to study subjects that's going to lead them into going into some of these higher roles. Mm. So um, I think instead of advising girls that, you know, there's nothing wrong with going into certain job roles that, you know, that women do take up, but we know that because they they are not supported, I think, enough, Mm. um, that they are sort of geared up into going into sort of more, more of a gentle um, you know, subjects that you know, that are not going to put them at risk. And I think that's another um, impact as well, is that women do take up, you know, roles that are not as risky as men. So, um, so I think right from the beginning, it has to come from schools, it has to come from, you know, colleges, uh, even, you know, as early as nursery, um, yeah. I, I believe, and I think um, if we do prepare these young girls, um, then the outcome will be will be great. And hopefully, I know that you know it's been a lot. I think it's coming up to fifty years now since yeah. the Equality Act has been um, brought in. You know, and we're still campaigning. Fifty years down the line, not mm-hmm. much has changed. And I think you do the other uh, main point that I would say is great role models um, yeah I think women you know girls have to see great role models I've been you know very lucky to um, to have worked with women that are in very uh, you know good leadership roles and strong women I've come across and I think I've always looked up to those including my mom <laughs> you know, I've always looked up to them, and I think that if we don't expose these 
to girls as early as you know like i said you know nursery or school or you know college yeah. um when it's very important to them that they're not gonna they're not gonna think anything else matters or apart from what they know only yeah. i've worked with you know very powerful women mm. and i think to myself why shouldn't i you know what is the difference between me uh you know as a muslim woman as a uh, a woman from a black ethnic minority uh, and and a mum uh, you know at the same time yeah. why can i not be like those women nothing is stopping me from achieving to the best of my ability and i think if i hadn't um seen those women or worked with those women you know or you know had discussions around the table with those women m- my outcome would have been the same people say to me oh you know you've got so many kids yeah. um, you you know why don't you just concentrate on on bringing them up or um how do you get the time to to do so many different things and what you know what what is it but i think you have to have a drive and i think yeah. when you do know that you, when you know differently when you've experienced differently when you know um that you know you and you've been I've been mentored by great women leaders and i think the you know the 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 final point that i would leave you with is we should concentrate on women um in uh ceo positions i think we should celebrate that we should be sort of putting emphasis at those women you know that do hold um um and these positions and i think um if we sort of you know show these little, little girls that you can you know achieve anything that you want mm. you know you can um you know g- become whatever that you want to um and just you know focusing on the on the women that are in these roles yeah. and and that's so true I'm, i mean like thank you for coming on the show to share your experiences and what it, what it's been like for you especially in the sectors that you worked at and the advice and tips that you gave to us and it's really important that we look about that positive mindset about role models and about doing mentoring to gain all the skills and putting yourself in those positions so I wanted to ask um Munira and Sam about what it's been like for you guys and from people you talked to what the experience of women in workplaces like that workplace culture and what you don't like to see and what kind of challenges and barriers you guys experience. Um I feel like um, a lot of what Amna said is very true you know there there are several barriers and a lot of what she mentioned um is you know about I feel like one of the main barriers um for older women is obviously um they kind of feel like they're torn between you either have to be a mother or you either have to basically work. Yeah. And I feel like that's difficult for people who do want to do both. And for obviously us it's about um for me I feel like the workplace culture, you know, the laddish behavior, yeah. the the male jokes and things like that, they can be um barriers for all women of all ages. Um so I feel like that's one of the main things I would say is an issue that I would probably identify. Um what about you? Um I don't know I think it's really important for like just going back on to things like um the gender pay gap and equal pay and things like that. Um I think it's important that we differentiate the two. Um employers like should make sure that they um sort of embed that within their workplace organized and their organizations. Um 
and make sure that employees can ask their employers um for the gender pay gap report so if they if they are con- if you are concerned about um if someone who's doing the same job role as you is earning more than you and and you're questioning it um you can ask your employer for that and they do have to um publish it um they're obliged to publish it if they have over 250 um employees so i think it's important that we look at that um and also um i don't know i think i'm quite keen on um seeing how things come over the next few years i mean i've worked in organizations where their whole like hr department for example um is all women and like you said you you would have thought um hr is more for men because you have to be quite harsh and just the whole hiring and firing aspect of it um so it is quite inspiring to see that there are women in roles such as hr because obviously i do want to go into that over the next few years um so yeah yeah, and and that's really important, and it's really interesting, like how the culture within a workplace and that those kind of laddish behaviour mm. is actually detrimental sometimes of making that environment really hostile for women. Yeah, and obviously, I'm I'm speaking as a man, so I, I'm in a privileged position because obviously I don't face those barriers as a man. But I think what's important for women for men to understand is that. It's everyone's business and it's not just a women's issue. And I, and it's really key to understand that and that it should be everyone's business because a more equal society and economy benefits all of us. And it's that kind of mindset is what we have to be. And for employers, they should set diversity targets in women and particularly women from uh um, diaspora backgrounds to get into those higher positions, to get into those um, businesses and employers. They have to set those targets and put an action plan in place so they meet them. They need, and if you're a woman in a workplace, join those networks of professional networks of women, go on mentoring schemes like Amina said. things really important. We try and mm-hmm. learn as much as we can and have that mindset of joining those networks, joining those mentoring schemes and learn as much as you can to progress yourself because we do need more women at senior levels and as at CEO levels. We want to see women leading by example because it will inspire others. And, and I completely agree with what you guys said. It's about knowing and challenging behavior when it's inappropriate, especially. And I, I would encourage women to join trade unions, to get a trade union and to join them. And because sometimes it doesn't go to plan and you might face barriers and issues at work and it's really good to have a trade union rep to represent you. So I do encourage for them to report but again. Yeah. It's not just a women's issue, it's everyone's issue. Yeah, of course, 100%. And that kind of leads me on to the point that I feel like as well, as much as we're advising women, we need to advise men too, like mm. what they can do to make the workplace a bit more comfortable for women and make them feel like they can um, excel just as much as they can. And especially for the males who are running the workplace, um, you know, advice for them or tips for them to feel like, um, no, to make them feel like, to make their female employees feel like they can approach them for Mm -hmm. mentoring um for advice and things like that because obviously males are most likely to be more confident to approach to their male superiors over uh, over women for several reasons so i feel like maybe you know there is 
um, lessons to be learned for men as well, um, not just for women, you know, like, Nirishan, obviously you as a male, what would you tell your, um, the males, <laughs> um, how they can kind of just make it a bit easier for women to feel a bit more comfortable in the workplace and for male senior um, people to make their female employees feel a bit more comfortable as well? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't speak for every man, but obviously yeah. I think it's important to um, include women and everyone in activities, talks, and those chats at workplaces is really important that you have that connection, you can talk about mm-hmm. things, and not exclude them from this laddish behaviour, exactly. and really be really be open and honest and have those conversations, and like we talked about unequal pay for the people doing the same jobs, and it's about challenging those employees about, look, I do the same job as this person. Why are they getting paid? And it's about supporting your colleagues in that. It's not. It's not being quiet because silence is the enemy, and you have to support your colleagues through that. I mean, you can't just sit there and get on your with your business and display this large behavior, excluding women in your workspace. It's about making sure you're open, honest, have those conversations, include them in everything, and challenging behavior whenever it's inappropriate and wrong. And that's I would say. But again, I don't speak for every man, but yeah for me again like i said time and time it's not just the women's issue it's society and it's everyone's issue i mean men need to step up and realize what there are barriers and challenges faced by women and you have to understand your privilege as a man that you wouldn't face that if you're a woman so it's key that we understand that but yeah no that's what i would say yeah so i feel like there is work to be done in all places and there is a, um, a lot of ways that women can be supported and um, a lot of ways that men can support them too so hopefully this was um a kind of an eye-opener for everyone um and we obviously all hope for change in the future for a lot more um women in senior roles um because like Nirshan said the world's only going to progress if everyone's I guess equal so that will that kind of concludes our episode today um yeah, and, I, I, and I just wanted to say um before you conclude that I think it's so important that you said we need the support from men. And I think it's not just in the workplace um, that we need men's support. I think we it's very important to also emphasize that, you know, it, as, a, as a wife and, and a mother um, at home, that we do get that support um, from, from our husbands, you know, at home or our partners at home um, to be able to, you know, so that we're empowered, so that we can sort of achieve to the best of our ability from, you know, outside of the home as well. And I think, um, women, you know, women, as we know, they have, they feel like they've got to work, just, if not, you know, if not twice, three times as more as men. Um, when it comes I so to, echo that point, Amina. Sorry, so, I, I should have said that as well. I think. Men need to take up more responsibility at the home as well. I think a lot of men are still in this traditional mindset where you don't have to look after the child. Yeah. But that it's not, exactly. we're not at that stage now. We have to be taking yeah. more responsibility at mm-hmm. home and in our work life. And there should be a balance in what we do. Exactly. I completely and I think, you know, that's it. You know, and I think we, we're, work, you know, as, we, as, as a, you know, woman anyway, I feel like I have to work in general with all the other barriers that comes with you know being a woman um, you know 10 times harder than my other colleagues um 
people who might not be from black and ethnic minorities. And I think then to have to come home and then having to work, you know, three times as hard again in, in, in home um, makes it, you know, that bit harder to be able to try to, you know, achieve to, you know, achieve as much as we can. And I think, you know, with chores, you know, around the house and childcare and, um, you know, the usual general women's tasks that we, you know, that we have to do um, alongside. And I think if we do get that support from men, um, that would just make, you know, everything sort of much more easier. Um, And not just leaving childcare responsibilities to the, to the women or, you know, you know, or other chores around the house, or, you know, cooking and um, cleaning and everything else. I think it's, if it is a partnership. And I think if we we get supported from, you know, the workplace as well as at home, mm. you know, it would make our lives a lot more easier. Yeah, yeah. People, are, um, yeah. people are still stuck in the whole um, men are bread women, breadwinners and women are um, housewives whole sort of lifestyle but I think it's I think it's time for us to all look past that and go past it now I know I, I 100% agree um so yeah to conclude the episode I just want to say thank you so much for Amna for coming on and sharing your personal experiences with us and the advice and tips that you have given and I hope that a lot of people can take them on board if they are kind of going through these struggles and I know that actually a lot of women are probably going through mm. you know cultural struggles societal struggles and you know even in the workplace so I really hope that this was helpful to um many women and also to them like men you know um about how they can kind of better their relationships and work by kind of supporting their colleagues more. So that kind of concludes our episode. If you do have anything that you'd like to kind of talk to us about on the episode, any questions, any advice, just make sure to DM us and we can look into it. But that is kind of the end of our episode today. So thank you everyone um, for listening in today. That was... That was really a really, yeah, that was a nice episode. So, next week um, is actually our last episode in this season, um, where we will be discussing um, migration and immigrants and how do we see it. So that's the title of our uh, last episode of the season. So that's it from us today. Thank you everyone for listening again, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.